0: It like it is program i'm apostle baker j baker who doesn't just happen to be but i am truly a doctor in psychology and i want to talk to you about that type of uh, issue today first of all i want to tell you to share this with your friends family enemies if you share it with your enemies they may become your friend by the time you're you're finished because they'll be so grateful Um, At any rate, uh, share it with everyone on, on your social media and all of that. It's going to be an interesting program. I'm going to talk about the brain. Last week, we talked about how you think. We talked about the emotions. We talked about those areas of our lives. And so this week, I want to talk about, I want to continue with that. This week and next week, I want to continue with that. But today, I'm going to give you some information about your brain. Because your brain is involved in everything that you do. I even have notes for this so that I don't get off track. Because, you know, I can get off track. Sometimes I can get off track very easily. Um, Including how you think, how you feel, how you act, and how you get along with others. How you get along even with yourself. And your brain, one of the things that your brain determines how you are going to act with your personality now Your brain, what one of the things that God did, God designed your particular brain, the way that your brain operates, the way that you operate. He designed it for the temperament that he placed on the inside of you. But your personality is the the, uh, tool that you use in order to get along with other people. So what happens is this is that your personality, you create a personality in being able to interact and and traverse in the areas of your life. Um, it determines your character, your your temperament, and the way that your brain works, it determines your character. Now, when you're born from above, all of these things change. What happens is this, is God uses your temperament. He uses his brain. He uses what he created you to be. When he brings those things in, it, it, it brings forth your intelligence and every single decision that you make. Your brain is important. So it's important for you to take care of it. It's important for you not to put drugs and alcohol in. Too much sugar and too much of all of these different things into your body because it affects your brain. All this blood flows through your brain. When your brain works right, you work right. When your brain is troubled or you're depressed or you choose these wrong thoughts, and we're going to talk about thoughts also if we get to it. Uh, 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 when your uh, your brain is troubled, you're much more likely to have a lot of different troubles and problems in your life. Do you notice that many people... Uh, have a lot of problems in their life. Every time you turn around, they got a trauma. They got this going on. They have that going on, and the same issues happens in someone else's life, but they choose to make it a big thing. They choose to look at it, and the way that they look at it is very different from the way that you or I would look. Well, I don't know about you, but the way that I might look at it, why? Because I I realize something as being a born again person, as being a kingdom citizen as being called into the apostleship, I realized that there are certain things that are going to happen in my life in order to prepare me in order to work through some things in order for me to be able to walk in the power and the power uh, of that position that he put me into. Uh, He said to uh, Cornelius about Paul, he says, I want you to go and I want you to talk to him so that he can know the things that he must go through uh, for my sake. And even Jesus He learned obedience by the things that he went through. He didn't learn obedience just by everything going right in his life, okay? Uh, With a healthy brain, you're happier physically, uh, mentally, emotionally, uh, because you're able to make better decisions. A problem comes, you're able to make a better decision about it. Even things that you do, ways that you interact, the way that you hear, Many people are not very good listeners and that's because their brain, they think it's because they're, they're uh, um, um, multitasking or whatever it is that you want to call it. They think it's because of some things. It's because their brain is not working properly. And so what happens is that they don't know how to disconnect the thought so that they can hear other information and we'll, we'll probably be able to get into that. Um. You're able to make wiser decisions about finances, about being able to close transactions, about being able to do things. So therefore, more prosperity, more riches. And therefore, then you're able to handle what it is that God wants you to handle, which is his will. Also, due to uh, better decision makings, you have better relationships. You're able to listen to your husband, your wife, your brother, your sister, your children, and all of these things. And then you're able to ask them questions about, do they need your help in this? Or do they want you to give them this? Or whatever it is, you're able to look at a a situation and you're better able to assess it. So your assessment abilities are a lot better. Uh, When your brain is unhealthy, And uh, I've dealt with a lot of people with unhealthy brains because I've dealt with brain trauma. I've uh, worked in mental hospitals. I've done a lot of different things. I've worked with a lot of emotional drug type things and all of that over my years in my practice. And what has happened is because people have done things with their brain and some of the things that they do, they think too much on certain things. And so the pathogens and the way that they're are able to collect information is flawed. Why? Because they have not chosen, they have not understood how to disconnect and reconnect to things that are necessary. Uh, and when you have an unhealthy brain, you're sadder, you're sicker, you're poorer, you're less successful than the things that you want to, your relationship sucks, and many times you think that they're great, but they, they're not. Uh, they're, they're, they're really kind of messed up. Uh, the good news is, is that you can change your brain just like anything else, it's changeable. It's fixable. God intended for all of these things to be able to be repaired. Okay. Uh, you know how they say we only use 10% of our brain. I don't know where they got that from. You know, I really believe there's no, um, I have not seen any true scientific, uh, um, Proof that we only use ten percent of our brain, and a loss of ninety percent function would result in probably vegetation. It would ninety percent uh, uh, functioning of not functioning with your brain would cause for you to call that we call that brain damage. So I don't know where they get these statistics, and uh, we're going to bust bust a lot of bubbles as. Uh, Apostle Michael Fram and, and uh, 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 Prophet Andrew say, you know, we're going to we're going to kill some sacred cows and you're going to be able to cook those cows or do whatever it is that you want to do with them. But we're going to get rid of some of those things. We're going to talk about the different parts of your brain and what it does. I, I, I was talking to uh, Joe Henry and asked him if he thought this would be a good subject. And he said, yes. So if you don't like it, you can blame Joe Henry. He's my uh producer there. Okay. <laughs> the, the, <clears throat> the prefrontal cortex, it uh is a determinant of your judgment, your forethought, your planning, and your impulse control. This is a very important part of your brain because it helps you to make judgments, proper, improper judgments, okay? It helps you to plan. It helps you to your impulse control. You know, some people, they are impulsive. They just got to do stuff. They have to do things all the time. And that's because of, uh, of, of that prefrontal cortex. That's because they have little or no uh, uh, impulse control. Oh, I just felt like doing it. This is the way I think it should be done without thinking it through. The temporal lobes of your brain Uh, uh, the temporal lobes of your brain is about your memory and your moods and your stability and your temper issues. You know, here's something that's really interesting. You know, a lot of times people get these Alzheimer's, they get uh, dementia, they get these different uh, uh, things. And uh, you know, many, many people say that these are incurable, but God says that there's nothing that's not that's uh, uh, incurable with him, that all things are possible with him. All things are possible if you understand what it is that needs to be done. He fixed every part of our body for it to repair itself, for uh, us to be able to do certain things that would make uh, uh, make it uh, uh, better than it is. Okay. Uh, the the um, uh, the. The other part of the thing I, I think that's, 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 very, that's very important is that the way that we think and we feel, I'm going to stay right here with the uh, prefrontal and uh, the temporal lobes for a few moments. In my memory, in your memory and your moods, here's one of the biggest problems I think that people have. <laughs> one of the things that people do is this. Is that they get an idea or something happens to them in their younger life or something happens to them. And what happens is that they hold on to that. This is a very, very dangerous thing. They keep replaying it. They replay it and replay it and replay it. Do you realize that that is damaging to your brain? You cannot continue to replay a a bad, a, a negative thing that has happened in your life and not to have any long lasting effects from it. Something happens to your children. You have the loss of someone. Somebody rapes you. Somebody beats you up. Somebody calls you names. Someone does these things. And what happens is this. Many people hold on to it. They say, oh, no, I've forgotten about this. But every time they have a conversation, they have to remind you of what it is that happened in their previous life. The Bible has a reason that it says, forgetting those things which are behind. I press. That means that you have to strive. That means that you have to put effort, that it's not an effortless thing, but that you have to push in order to now put on new memories, take on new things, have new pictures, new ideas. All of these different things are very important. Let me give you some brain facts. Did you know that Not only is this the most complex organ in the universe, this brain is complex. No, I mean, we will never totally understand the brain. It has over a billion. I mean, it has billions of neurons, uh, nerve or brain cells. Okay, trillions of connections to other cells. (laughs) Uh, The human brain can process information as fast as 268 miles per hour. Okay. Here it is. The brain can go. I mean, it can, it, it, it's fast. It's, 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 it, it it's, it's valuable. It's workable. Um, each person has about 70,000 or more thoughts a day, 50% in words and 50% in the images. Now listen to this. This is why this is so important. I'm connecting all these things. I'm not just giving you facts or information, but here it is. You have this picture this image that you keep bringing forth and bringing forth and bringing forth, you have all these images. And what happens many times is people take that image of what it is that happened to them in the past and everything else that happens, they put inside that same image. And so that image becomes larger and larger. And so then what happens is this, your words, your thoughts, and all of these things start coming out because of... Of those images, you start to speak the things that have happened. You start to feel it. You start. It starts to to uh, um, uh, uh, impact every fiber of your being. And then what happens is this, it becomes a part of your cellular memory. And when it becomes a part of your cellular memory, every time that thing hits you, that feelings happen, oh, it's just a sickness within my heart. I just gotta, when I thought of him, when I thought of her, when I thought of the situation, when I thought of that thing, it was just that. It was the sickening thing inside of me. Something happened to me once. One of my former husbands, when I was in the in the world, <laughs> uh, he did something to me. Uh, he was able to sit on me, my hands down, and he beat me almost to a pulp. For the longest, when I thought about that, I felt shame. I felt like I should have been able to do something. I felt like when I mean, I, I was I was beaten in my face. My face was all messed up. I had bruises all over my body. He did all, all, all of these things, okay? And then put a shotgun up to my head. At any rate, for the longest, I had such shame about that. I Every time I thought about it, even at, even many years later, when I became a believer, it was one of those things that I felt that I should have been able to do something or I should have done something about that. I should have gone back and gotten him and and I should have been able to take that shotgun and I should have been able to just blow him away or I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have, I should have. Even after I got born again, even after my my life became better, uh, all of that. I mean, this had happened so many years, even before, even, you know, before then. But when I would think about it, shame would come up. And I remember one day, I remember when I got free. This is the reason that I'm telling you this. There's the reason that there was a day that the thought came to me and that sickening, that sickness in my, in my stomach happened because it was telling me how weak I was. And then what I did is I took that thought and I confronted it. And I didn't speak about it. I spoke to that thought. And this is what the Bible talks about. It says, take every thought captive to the obedience of God. And I, what I did with that thought was this, is I, I realized something is that I let it know that that did happen to me, but that was not something that was going to plague me for the rest of my life. And it was uh, I had nothing to do with my weakness or my inability to fight. It had to do with the circumstances and the situations. But now I know that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I, because of the one that lives on the inside of me. And it wasn't just uh, using a scripture. But I was doing this in the mirror. And as I spoke, things happened. And I am not ashamed of what happened. It was something that happened. And as I started to pray, my prayers even changed for him. Number one, I I, I, I prayed, I I did what the word of God said, and healing came to every part of my body. Today, I don't see Theodore as that person that did that. Today, I don't see him, and I don't hate him, and I don't dislike him, and I don't have any of those feelings or things towards him. Why is that? it's a non-existent thing it has no more place in my memory other than to be able to give the story to be able to help others so every thought has an emotion and now the emotion is is that I'm stronger than I thought I was I was able to get over that I was able to get through that and I'm able to to now present it as a person, not a doctor in psychology, not an apostle, not uh, anything other than a kingdom son, a son of the most high God that realized that small affliction, as Paul says, this light affliction, I was able to get through. And I'm sitting here today knowing that that will never happen to me again. Dr. Baker, how can you say that? I know it will never happen to me again because I understand some things not only the way that I think there is no there's no situation that like that that's going to come to me again why is that because this is what I know this is what I believe. This is who I belong to. And I know that God warns me before anything happens. Even when I got sick last year, there was a warning. There was all of these different things. He prepared me for what it was that I was to go through. So I want you to realize that there is no situation that comes into your life that will not already come, not only into your spirit man, but your brain, your abilities, your all of your senses will let it be known. You'd better prepare yourself but what happens many times is this. We ignore we ignore the, the, the warnings that he sends, okay? uh, uh, there's, uh, 10,000, a hundred thousand miles of blood vessels in the brain. So it is important. It is important that you take care of your health That diabetes and, 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 uh, uh, all of these other things that you could do that you keep your, your, your brain clean and you keep your, your blood clear. Okay. Um, um, Uh, While awake, a human brain can generate enough energy and power, um, the power of a light bulb between 12 and 23 watts. Here it is, and especially if you pray in other tongues. I mean, your brain is, 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 is firing off things right now. I know my brain is just firing off all kinds of things. And it is a fabulous, it's a fabulous knowing that it's working. Okay, Uh, it's a myth that we only use 90, I mean, 10 percent of our brain because um, you're not brain dead. You use more than you think you do. But how do you use it? And that's one of the things that we want to talk about. How are you using the rest? How are you using your brain power? Are you using it in order to propel you into uh, 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 feeling, you know, uh, you're uh, feeling the way that you want to feel? being able to make the decisions being able to do things there was a time that i did not like math i didn't want anything to do with math here it is, I thought, oh no, I can't do math. Math is hard, it's it's difficult, it's this. But now I, I get these things on my phone or my iPad or whatever it is. And there, there are different things about math mania and, and, and different things like that. And I'm finding out because I'm exercising that part of my brain that I'm beginning to understand the different parts of different things in math that I never could before. I have one grandchild that she's a biologist. I mean, these numbers and stuff. My son, who used to be a drug dealer, numbers and things, he can figure out anything. My brother could do it. My mother who had a fifth grade education or fourth, third grade, fifth or fourth or something like that education, she could do that. If they could do it, God gave me a brain that can do any of those things too. So I realized this and then realizing that the one that lives on the inside of me is to lead and guide me into all truth. You said, when you started out talking about the brain, I'm still talking about the brain. I'm, I'm still talking about the brain The the precipital uh, uh, lobes, which is your sensory and uh, processing, And direction sense. It leads you into the areas, all the parts of the brain God made so that they could connect with Him. They could connect with the things that were necessary to do. Every part of your brain has a purpose, every part of your brain has a function. It's all needed. We need to use all of our brain. Oh, there! Oh, there! Uh, uh, we're not using every single part of it, every single neuron, every single moment, all of that. But what we do need to do is not to just let one part of our brain rest and the other part of our brain do all the work. This is one of the reasons why when people get older, because they've only chosen to do one thing, that. They, uh, uh, and and they have that, and it's almost like they're doing what they're doing in rote, is that they're not utilizing everything that they can use, and they're not taking on new projects, they're not taking on new things, and so what happens is this. If you don't challenge yourself, if you don't push it, and what happens is that part of your brain goes dormant, Uh, The uh, uh, occipital lobes is for vision and visual processing. The cerebrum, uh, cerebellum, is the motor and thought uh, 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 coordination. And it processes the speed and judgment. This is a very important part of who you are. You need to be able, we need to be able to move and do things In the the time that we have to do them in, we need to stay flexible. We need to have the elasticity. We need to have the fluidity. Uh, The basal ganglia, uh, it integrates thoughts and feelings and movements involved with pleasure. Without that, this is one of the reasons that people can become addicted to certain things, addicted to sugar, addicted to alcohol, addicted to sex, addicted to... Frederick, stop it. Addicted to all of these different kinds of things, okay? We can become addicted and we don't want to do that. Or what we can do is we can take this and we can learn, we can grow, we can move, we can do what it is that's needed to be done. We can do all of those things. The inner part of the brain, that, that's the outer part of the brain, the inner part of the brain, uh, the the prefrontal cortex, uh, the, the judgment, we've, we've understood all of, we've understood about that. The judgment, the forethought, the planning, and the interior um, cingulate, uh, it, it's shifting attention, just like I shifted attention, there was too much stuff going on over there, and I shifted attention from one thing to the other. Why is that? Because I want order. I want order. You will find out from between your temperament and your personality and your brain and how it works is going to work according to how it is that God has made you. However it is that he has made you, he has made you so that you are able to connect with everything that he has given you to do. Here's some words that I never want to hear you say. I can't do that. That's too hard. That's too difficult. You know, uh, I couldn't do that in a million years. I can never forgive. I can never forget this. I can never, I can never, I can never. When we start to do that, what happens is this. What we do is to shrink our world. We start to shrink the areas. We start to, to uh, put ourselves in a vice. And as you put yourself in that vice, what's happening is this. Your feelings and your emotions are going with it. And what it is, is weakening every part of your being. It's important that you realize how much strength you have. You have the spirit of the living God living on the inside of you. You have a brain that he has given you. You have the ability to change things. You have the ability to your your your, your brain is strong. Your mind is strong. All of these different things work together. A man's mind will plan his ways and then God will do the directing of his steps. I'll direct you in the way that you can go in these things that that here it is that I have given you to do. My mind, my brain, my job, my desires are to do the pleasure of him. This is why he says, let my mind, let the mind of God be in you let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to equate himself with God, but took on a lower form. Okay, we have taken on, we have this lower form, which is called this body, but we also have this fabulous mind, which is the mind of God. Now, the mind of God knows everything. The mind of God created everything. The creator of everything is in here. He created your brain so that he could communicate. This is a communication uh, 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 technique. This is how it is that he has made it. He has made it elastic. He has made it in order for your ideas to grow. He has made it for you, you to be able to entertain thoughts, but the thoughts that he wants you to entertain, he says, Keep your mind on those things that are good. Keep your mind on those things that are right. Keep your mind on those things that are lovely. Keep your mind on those, I can, I can, I can, and I will, I will do this. Because he says the willing and the obedient, the willing to believe what it is that God has said is something that happens. It happens to our brain. Things become alive. The lights go on. All of this starts to happen when we start to see ourselves with the abilities of the I can. And my time is just about up. If this has been of any help to you, if this program has been of any help to you, then uh, uh, there is a thing across the the bottom of the screen or whatever that will let you know how that you can seed into it to be able to help others. Again, this is Dr. This is Apostle. Baker, Jay Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, uh, coming to you from the still, telling it like it is. And I'm on my way out of here this week, but I will see you next week when we're going to talk about emotions and how to put forth and succeed in those areas of your life that you have seemingly failed before because you've not really failed. You've just stumbled. And he says, when you fall, I'll pick you up. So anyway, well, I'll be back next week to help you with all of that. Bye-bye.